For over 10 years, CDW and Palo Alto Networks have been helping customers around the world defend against the most potent cyber threats with AI-driven network security solutions. When CDW's world-class professional services are paired with the next-gen cybersecurity products from Palo Alto Networks, you can make amazing happen. Fuel in productivity and innovation while reducing complexity with a portfolio of offerings that are built for zero trust. Visit cdw.com forward slash Palo Alto Networks to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the John Meyer Podcast. Today's topic, Accelerate AWS Adoption with Logical Data Management. Now, before we get to that topic, how about we give our guests a chance to introduce themselves? Hi, John. Good to be here. My name is Ravi Shankar. I'm the Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Dinodo. Dinodo is a leader in data management. We have a very specific approach to integrating, managing, and delivering the data. Uh, it is called data virtualization. I personally have been in the data business for the last 25 plus years across Oracle, Informatica, and now with Dinodo. Hi, everyone. My name is Christopher Marcolis. I'm Head of Data Strategy at CDW. Um, I work with organizations to help solve really complex, challenging uh, data problems to, to make innovation happen, to make amazing happen. Ravi, what is logical data management? Well, data management, everyone understands. Um, the logical aspect is basically trying to manage that without having to physically replicate or move the data. So the simple way I would kind of explain that is, you leave the data wherever it is and you connect to the data rather than collect the data into a central place. You would see the traditional data management, they try to move the data from multiple different systems into a central like a data lake and other types of repositories to make it available as a unified fashion for the consumers. We provide a unique approach in which we try to leave the data wherever it is and connect to the data and we deliver the same unified information without having to move the data, which takes time, replicates the data, slows down the adoption, and all the negative things. that You see the problem with replicating the data. One, you now have data everywhere, data here, data there, and trying to do it. What do you mean you connect to the data, and how are you actually pulling that information in order to do, achieve the same results? Our approach is basically it's a real-time access of the data. So the request starts from the consuming applications. You would, for example, run a chart or a dashboard in an analytics application like Tableau, or Power BI, and so on. And that would actually come to Dinodo as the enterprise data layer and say, Dinodo, I need the data for this particular running this dashboard or the chart. And then Dinodo will figure out that the data actually sits in the cloud. It sits on premises. It is structured, unstructured. Some of it is resident. Some of it is streaming. It figures all that out and brings back the data and unifies them and provides that in real time back in a very fast manner back to the application that the business user is. Okay, that's very unique. I actually haven't heard of that approach. I want to dive into that a little bit more. Christopher, can you talk to me about the relationship between CDW and Denoto? It's a really, really great relationship, frankly, because, you know, uh, different than a lot of vendors that we work with, Denoto brings a very distinct value message to our customers. It solves a very specific problem. It addresses the, the unique circumstances that most customers are either unaware of or unwilling to, to acknowledge, and that is that they have data everywhere. They, it's disparate, sometimes dysfunctional. It's in legacy systems, monolithic systems, and it represents a lot of baggage, things that we haven't tended necessarily as, as we wish we would have tended. And, and so what Denoto has afforded us is a way to solve a problem very quickly, very agilely, to 
make it available because we're all trying to solve really important, you know, business challenges today. And then you, you think about, you know, as a great example, what chat GPT, what large language models have done to the economy, what it's done and how it's disrupted the market that we're in. And most customers, you know, at, like as consumers, we're all very programmed to want something quickly and to transact and then, and, and then to, to take action. And, and that's all fine and dandy in our personal lives, but in, in the business world, when I want to train and augment uh, a natural language processing approach to, to a large language model so that we can have a conversation with a chatbot that's in context of who I am as a person, as a consumer, as a customer, as a business leader, I have to feed it a tremendous amount of data and context, and I have to curate it and train it and retrain it. And, and what that means is I have to dig back into the 60 years of data that I have as an enterprise and bring it to bear quickly so that I can, you know, tune this and make this experience something really meaningful and, and, and appropriate, you know, to avoid the things that we hear, like the hallucinations from the chatbot. You know, when I, when I ask it a question, I expect it to come back to me in, in the format uh, of a conversation that I would have with a normal human being with an interaction that I'm expecting. And so what Denoto's done for us is it's created this opportunity to connect the disparate data across all the different silos in an organization that have been differently tended maybe than we planned. But, but doing that any other way is, is, is an unsurmountable challenge to make happen. And so Denoto, frankly, has brought an answer to the problems that we haven't been able to solve because you can't just go into someone's home and tell them that their baby's ugly. You can't expect them to resolve your decades of data management neglect or constantly changing data strategies because as people come and go, it creates those challenges and so it fortifies the, the disparate data and it, it makes it more difficult and challenging to bring to bear. So Denoto is an answer to a problem that we didn't know we had very recently until now, you know, if, if I want to focus on relevant market things. Robbie, Christopher jumped on the AI ML and I got to go there. And you know what? You know what's funny? I've actually only talked about uh, generative AI, I think once or twice out here. So I know that's a, I, I know that's a surprise, but it hasn't been one of the topics of the show. I want to talk a little bit more about that because how are you overcoming or helping customers overcome some of these challenges with AI ML applications? A couple of different ways. One is we have AI within my own product to simplify the data management aspect of it. And the second one is providing the customers with the data for them to do their own AI and ML stuff. So let me explain the first one. Um, for example, we included generative AI, which is like the chat GPT into the Denodo product. And we, by that, we are enabling business users to transact directly with Denodo in terms of asking a question. Denodo is a SQL engine. It's like a virtual database. And people who know SQL would probably be able to write a query to get the data that they need. Now, I'm a business user as a CMO. I could go there and ask uh, Denodo, give me my top 10 campaigns in terms of the returns or the conversions, and it will compose a SQL query based on that, and then it will get the answers and give it back to me, and it will even give a description of what it is so that I can be satisfied with it or I can go ahead and modify it. So we are actually dumbing it down for the business users to be able to use data without having to rely on someone else to get the data for them. So that is one way we are kind of simplifying uh, the data management. The main aspect for the users is, you heard in the keynote yesterday and today, where a large volume of data is actually needed, especially to run these large language models. Denodo is the enterprise data layer that cuts across the, and all the systems across the enterprise 
and it can fetch all the data very rapidly and make it available to these applications that you're building to uh, use that to build, train, and uh, and the models so that way it can produce actual results. So instead of the traditional method of putting the data into a single repository, we will just give it to you without having to replicate the data into a repository. So that way the data will be much more faster for you to use. I want to understand more from a CMO perspective. First of all, I've written SQL and it's very, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at it. I'll just put it that way. And you have to really get it down to the exact T and have to pull out chat GPT. Generative AI has allowed me to ask a bunch of questions. And yes, you have to play with it a little bit more to get to it. If I'm asking a question through Denodo, you're connecting back to the data in near real time, real time, pulling the results and providing it back to me so I can visually see my question asked. Yeah, exactly. So it is a request response. You request the data through an application that you're using. It could be a web application that you're using. It could be the analytical application, or it could be a data science guy who's running something, or now an AI programmer who is actually running a model. So when that request comes to me, I know where all the enterprise data actually sits. I have that metadata sitting within me. I don't have the actual data, but I have the intelligence, the metadata. I can go to these different sources and I can grab the data. And as these customers are onboarding the data into AWS, they're migrating the data, for example, from their on-premises to the cloud. I know this data resided on-premises in the data center yesterday. Today, it moved to the cloud. And today, I will go get it from there and come. So it is like an abstraction layer, and the business user doesn't care. I don't care where my data comes from. It could be coming from a marketing application. It could be coming from my sales CRM. But for me, I need the results, quality results, timely fashion, accurate. That's basically what I need. And Denodo will deliver it irrespective of wherever it is. It provides the decoupling of the IT from the business guy. I, as a business guy, can continue to use without having to bother about where the data coming comes from. And IT can take the time to migrate the data from on-premises to the cloud in a proper fashion. So that abstraction is something that our customers love because it provides the business continuity and allows the IT not to be speeding up things just because the business is not able to access it. How are you, you get this data, right? Uh, and you use the example of on-premise and then to AWS. And today you're looking at this data. Are you analyzing it, categorizing it, understanding the data in order for me to get the full use out of the data when I query it? When you query it, we actually know where the data resides. We bring it back together. We know how to integrate the data, how to um, normalize the data into a single consumable format the way you want. The way I want my data will be very different than what my developer actually needs it. So it provides it in the format. I do not provide the analysis of the data. That is for the consuming application. I give it to an analytical application to basically analyze the data. I'm basically integrating the data, managing the data centrally from a security and all that perspective, and delivering the data in the format that you need. I mean, how does that interact with CDW? What are you using Denodo for? How are you using it for your customers? What is the use case here? You know, I'm going to take it a little deeper than, than, than what Robbie shared so far, because the reality is all of the data an organization has is in a different format, a different shape, a different legacy monolith. And, and we don't have to talk about why it hasn't been modernized or how challenging and difficult that is and how timely that is. But, but when we, we stitch the data together using, uh, you know, the, the unique capabilities of Denodo, it affords me to add security 
like in ways that are more complex than the original data data platform formats would permit even. It allows me the ability to, to scale and grow and to connect more. And, and what we're doing, you know, there's analogies that I use often in times to, to tell stories to normal people because, you know, I, I, I aspire to be one one day. I, I was in, in my, my, my bathroom this morning uh, after three days in Vegas and, and I turned on the shower and I thought to myself, how, how can I build a story that explains the user experience? Because it's all about the users at the end of the day. Whatever the outcome is, whatever the business problem, it's about creating a seamless, easy, fast user experience. And so taking that shower, the, the story that I tell customers often is, you know, imagine you're day three in Vegas and you've had lots of business meetings and lots of beverages, right? We'll call them business meetings yeah, if, that, yeah, if yeah. that helps uh, with the story. Uh, absolutely. And, and the only thing you need on day three in the morning is a hot shower, right? Imagine, you know, how important that is to a person and that experience that they have and, and being in the middle of that shower and all of a sudden the water goes cold. You know, how does that reflect on the brand of the hotel you're in? Or, or the faucets or the fixtures or the experience you're looking for. Well, customers are, are really no different. You can't be in the middle of a job, in the middle of, of, of a workload that's going, going through a complex infrastructure and have things just die. And so if I can place myself in a situation where I can be in that shower and enjoy that experience and recognize the brand value of that fabulous hotel that I'm staying at, and under the covers, they're moving the plumbing around. And, and the user is, is always unaware. They're, they're enjoying that hot shower. But I'm secretly moving the pipes from the old to the new and the experience continues you know it doesn't become a point of challenge it doesn't become a point of conflict it becomes a user experience and it becomes something that i value and cherish and you know that's that's what i'm looking for so you know at cdw when we're working with customers that have really complex legacy architectures that have carried the organizations that we support to great success they're not looking to create negative experiences for their customers for themselves for their users because they don't want to be disruptive you know the best self-service is well, the best customer service is self-service, frankly, right? And so if I can create user experiences that are unburdened by the complexities of IT architecture and, and modernization and have that seamless hot shower, I'm serving my customers well. And, and, and frankly, Denoto does this differently than any other solutions that we have in the market. And so for me, that's important. I, I enjoy my hot shower on day three in Vegas. Robbie, how is this accelerating the adoption of AWS though? Uh, in many ways, and I would like to give an example to go with that. Uh, first of all, uh, AWS, they have like hundreds of different systems. If you actually hear their keynote, uh, it's a very complex environment for customers to onboard from their traditional. And what we have actually observed is that it takes about like a two years to five years journey for them to actually migrate completely from their on-premises to the cloud. The way Denodo kind of accelerates this process is, first, it actually has that abstraction layer that I talked about where it uh, masks the underlying transition to a different system. So the business continues to use the data with no care for where the data comes from, either on-premises or on the cloud. And with that in aspect, when they actually migrate the data, we act integrate the information across in the hybrid ecosystem and provide to the business users. So in that sense, the customers are using the data without having to worry about... Uh, without having to worry about where the data comes from. So the IT is able to accelerate that information of moving the data accurately in, in the time that they actually need to, to move it. And in some sense, they don't have to migrate all of the data. So before the challenge would be, I need to take all this data and I need to put it in place. So I'll give you an, an analogy. I just moved houses from one to the other. And, you know, over the years, I have collected a lot of crap that I needed to get rid of before I go to a new home. 
and there are things that I never used for many years, I can donate them. I just need to take only the things that I need. These companies have been using several hundreds of systems and you know petabytes of data that they don't need to transition everything to the cloud and incur the cost that goes with that. They just need to take the correct data and Dinodo kind of helps with that particular process while they're retaining it in their existing system and then when this transition goes on. The example that I will give you is uh, Syngenta, which is like the world leading, leader in terms of uh, the crop science, where they help the farmers uh, do all the way from sowing to the harvesting in a proper way, irrespective of the weather. You could have a, you know, a drought, a flood in another year, and so on. So they actually uh, do uh, have like five petabytes of data coming from all the different field tests they do. They do about 100,000 field tests a year. And a lot of it is like streaming data that actually comes in. And they wanted to modernize the stack going on to the AWS. And that was a very long journey for them to take it, take it there. And the way Dinodo kind of helped is to provide that unified access and uh, solve the problem related to uh, who's actually accessing the data in a very secure fashion. That's a trouble that they had. They did not know who's accessing the data. And all these um, data was housed in about 200 different applications that was very siloed and monolithic. They were not talking to each other. So duplication of data, there were some of them old, some of them new. They couldn't figure out which one. They did not know who was accessing it. The security was kind of absent. So with Dinodo, they were able to migrate it at a pace that they needed much more faster and accelerate the adoption of the AWS technology and provide the support for the business users, whatever they're doing, with the more modern infrastructure in place. And with that, they got the unified access of the data with the Dinodo. They didn't have to move everything into a central location. They were able to provide the security in that single layer. And all the business users kind of loved the ability to continue their business without having to uh, you know, face the disruption of moving the data when the data was moved to the AWS. I love that you touched on security because that was my next question. The unified access and who is accessing the data Christopher, talk to me. How do you talk to customers about the security aspects of Denodo from accessing the data, how it's accessed, what it looks like to put peace of mind? Because remember, it's connecting to all these. That means it's not on-prem, means it's, it's, it's all over the place. So you have to go across the network for it. It is a concern nowadays. Well, it's always been a concern, but it seems to matter more now. You know, the, uh, we're, we're in one of the most litigious countries in the entire world. And, and so... As we be, we're being held more accountable to the regulatory bodies that have oversight, it matters more that we can prove that we're doing our due diligence. It matters that we can demonstrate that we care about security, that we have ethics in mind, that we are able to feed data into the right places and we know who touched it and when they did. And, and I hate to go back to the analogy of using like a generative AI model, but you know, today we're using these things for fun. I prepped for our, our, our session today using one myself because it's, it's just like the internet. It's like flip phones. It's, it's, it's even like the yellow pages when it first came out. It brings innovation. But I need to be able to prove as an organization, especially a heavily regulated one, um, in, in a secure capacity that my, my employees, my users, my customers used the technology in five, sometimes 10, sometimes even, you know, more years than that. And I need to know what they asked, what models were used you know, how secure they were, what encryption keys were in play for the data that was in, uh, in movement and in, and in storage. I have to be able to document and demonstrate all of that. And, and what, what Denodo does is it creates that single unifying layer to not only add and orchestrate a higher level of security than potentially the base data platform might afford us, especially as it, you know, it gets aged, but it's also logged. 
it, it also affords me the ability to, to demonstrate FinOps on the side while I'm, I'm looking at it. And so security does matter. It's, it's you know, security is, is just like data governance, just like data management, just like data science or business intelligence. They're important when they matter and, and, and when people are looking. And so, you know, I, I really welcome and I, I respect the fact that I have tooling available to me to help customers secure their data. And, and to demonstrate it to the regulators who are looking at the logs. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of capabilities I can speak to, but, you know, it, it's always mattered and, and it matters more now than ever. Christopher, I, mean, I got to wrap things up, but the last thing I want to know about, what does the future look like for you and Denodo? At Denodo, we are innovating quite heavily. Uh, we were the first to get a data virtualization product onto the cloud. Uh, this was years back on the marketplace. Now we will be the first one to actually get it as a managed service, as a SaaS. So that is something that we are bringing about. We are going to be adding more of the AI capabilities within the product. And one more thing that I would add here is that um, if you, at the AWS reInvent, uh, Swami uh, Subramaniam, who actually, Siva Subramaniam, who talked about the data and analytics side, he talked a lot about the zero ETL uh, initiative that they started last year, which they have expanded quite a bit, which means they do not, they, moving the data is expensive. And, uh, they recognize that and they have actually now with the Gen AI capability in case still you want to write ETL, it can generate the ETL code. Denoda has always been about not wanting to move the data. It is always leave the data in place. You connect to the data. So that is an innovation and a concept very unique to Denoda and data virtualization. And we will continue to be a leader in that space and innovate and bring that about because Slowly, if the traditional players are realizing it is a challenge for their customers, but as Dinoda has always been talking about for this for the last 25 years. Data is always challenging and it's always ever evolving. Robbie, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome, John. It was good to be here. Christopher, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, we've been talking about Accelerate AWS adoption with logical data management. This has been the John Meyer Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because we're out of here.